Jesus Christ, this diaper is making my nuts rub together! It's gonna start the fire! And this is Rebels Without a Clue, our pop culture podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Brad. That was unexpected for an intro. Well, I couldn't think of anything else, and that's what popped into my head. So it will work. Fat bastard play. always works. Oh, I... I knew it would get loud. loud. Yeah. It was loud. Yeah. Sorry. Personal jinx. Apologies. No, not personal jinx on a podcast, and that leaves me just talking, so no. Anyway, no, no, no. Don't play that game now. This is not going to be fun. I can't keep going. Oh, I unjinx you. Unjinx. I don't know. What, what do I say? What do I say? Uh, Tony. 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 Good. Okay. Go. We're back. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't so much, do that. That was so much pressure. Don't do that. Okay, my bad. Let me just have my wine, and I'll be fine. Wow, that was Ooh, very quick. Rhyme. That was really quick. That was. You spoke very quickly. I did. Um, yeah. That's a forced. Oh, uh, so I will tell you what we are drinking. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that in a while. So, Did we do that last week? No. Tonight's- Wait, we didn't drink it. We didn't drink last week. No. Tonight's drop of choice is Whistle Post uh, from Kunawara. It's a 2015, so four-year-old Cab Sav. It's quite nice. Quite nice. I shouldn't taste it. Good fragrance. I don't know what else I can really say about it. I'm not exactly apt in describing wine flavoring Mm. and tastes. Grapes and wood. Because grapes were in a fucking barrel, so we haven't exactly elaborated too much on the taste nor fragrance of the wine. So, guys, I'm sorry, and I apologize now if we haven't really done in advance um, a great description of what we are drinking. Yeah, that's fine. I thought for a second there, I thought you were going to apologize if we didn't put it um, a um, a sneak peek up. Oh, and we haven't but, done so for weeks. yeah, but how, we, it'd be too hard to put up a sneak peek for this week. Yeah. It's- can't really put one up it's just do you know what it'd be the meme of the guy i think it's dexter where all those numbers are around oh yeah <laughs> that's literally what i'd put up <laughs> it's kind of that because there's several questions we're, we're, tonight proposed yeah, that we'll be that because we are going a bit experimental tonight with we are kind of the, with the format of what we usually do i think it'll be interesting though we're just gonna go with kind of like more of a free flow it could be a fucking revelation who knows this might be a new way of life for us True, true. It could very well be. But, you know, we, we thought tonight, guys, we'd just sort of, like, I don't know, bring up some random topics and sort of, I don't know. Talk about them, debrief on them. Yeah. So, yeah. whether, like, just topics in general, questions, relevant, like, events that have happened during the week. Yeah. Current news, that sort of thing. So, um, But if yeah. you guys have any, like, potential questions you'd want to pose for us to answer or discuss. Oh, that'd be so cool. Please do that because oh. even if you do it. On the Facebook page, on Instagram, it anyone doesn't matter where Twitter? it is. Yeah, wherever you want to put it up. For anyone who actually is following us on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. I think no one is. I don't think so. <laughs> Twitter's not exactly our strong base. No, no, it's not. So, well, should we get it kick off and let's get this started? Yeah, all right. Well, where do you want to start? Well, I think one of the ones that... <laughs> ten has a Are we going to start off with that? We're going to start off with that. Oh, but fuck. is it really that? Have we haven't had enough <laughs> wine yet to go into that side of the topic. We're going to trial. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So, the question of, is nothing something something? Well, look, me and you have had this conversation before. I'm going to learn how to talk. Yeah, you mean both. Something and vit. Vit. I heard vit, vit. in the Blade podcast. Vit. I told you. I'm an, I told you. I'm an hardcore ethnic. <laughs> I told you you say that. You know how there's like refugees that hang out in tents after they got war-torn countries? Oh. I'm one of those with how bad that fucking lingo is. Dude. What about like in Syria at the moment? Oh, come on. No, I'm just saying. No. Like, it's pretty bad, the no, war and stuff. Yeah, no shit. I'm not specifically stating that there's anything bad about me. I'm saying- bringing it back oh, to the okay, whole current affairs okay. issue. Yeah, trying to fucking make it out of a joke. You're trying to get yourself out of it. You already fucking dug yourself in Tony, I dug myself six foot in before the podcast. You jumped into began. a fucking foxhole in Syria is what you did. Mm, foxhole. Oh. I'm in the trenches with the Kurdish fighters. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but look, on a serious note, that is pretty fucked up. It is. Okay. So anyways, the question is nothing something. Well, look, like I said before, 
I will let you take the reins. We've had this discussion. Okay, but let's try and look at it from multiple angles this time. Well, look, I'm still looking at it at the same angle that I originally did because I still think that nothing is something because if nothing is nothing, then how can I have a title? But this Because giving something a title is something. But this is where we fed back into the idea of semantics and what is the word nothing. How would you describe the word nothing? How do you describe the word for anything? Blue. Try and describe the word blue. It's a colour. Without calling it what it is. What do you mean? That's how you identify what things are. Enunciate more next time. I will <coughs> try to, Bradley. Um, no, but like, it's valid. Like, you pose a credible point there in terms of nothing being something. Because the, the way I see it, nothing is truly nothing if there's no way to describe it and there's no title for it. Nothing can only exist when there's a void of anything. Yeah. So I find nothing is still something unless we would have to have no conception of what nothing is for there to be nothing. Yeah. That That's how I'm kind of piecing it together in my head. Yeah. Like but- if it was a blank open black space, that is nothing. But no, then that's that, still the something. Is, the thing is it's not nothing because that nothing is space. But I'm right? saying- You get me? The, wait, wait, wait. The universe is ever expanding, right? Yeah. When that decides to bounce back, the yeah. rubber band theory. Oh, that's if that even was to occur. Whatever. That's if it, all right, let's say we go with that. Theory. It actually is because the universe documentary that me and dad were watching the other night talks about it and the ex- exponential rate that the universe is increasing. At some point, it will stop. But they don't know what will happen when it does stop. They don't think that- But how do they know that that is actually the truth? Because the speed that- um, That. That. You did it again. I know. You fucking effed That light and, uh, I suppose, space are traveling at. Yeah, but that is still all a theory. Well, it's not. It's measurable. How is it measurable by a man-made construct? Well- (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Can you measure light and sound? I don't think we really can. We're just trying to make sense of something we don't understand. No, well, that's bullshit. What do you mean it's bullshit? So when they set up oh, an experiment where light travels through like a projector beam yeah. and they measure it from when it enters. But what are you measuring it with? There's like the 10,000 frame second camera. Yeah. And what's that? Like what measurement is it using? Dude, I'm not a scientist, but I've seen them Exactly. Do it. It's using something made by man. Regardless. How do we know that that's even a real thing? That's just something like science, maths, all that shit. Wait, so you're calling maths and science bullshit? No, I'm not calling it bullshit. I'm saying it's the tool that we use in order to understand what we don't know. It helps us make sense of it. Well, not when it's other than it's saying factual. it's space magic. It's factual for us. It is because that's how that's that's how we perceive it, and that's tangible. Well, how the fuck then did the Mayans know about time? When they're looking up at the fucking stars and they're measuring time through that. Fuck if I know. It's called day and night, you knob. (laughs) What do you mean it's day and night? It's done through the Mayan calendar. Have you seen what the calendar looks like? Why would I look at the Mayan calendar? It's literally on a fucking cement block where where there's like a, a half triangle arch on it. And that when the sun hits it, obviously at its direct point, it's 12, which is noon. As it works its way around, it's literally a shadow that they're working off. That's how they worked with time. Yeah, but the concept, like, let's say, and one o'clock, right? You got 12, one, two, three, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. We've just put that, like, humans have made that so we can get, so we can understand how, what, what time it is. Because how do you, how does time have an actual number? We prescribe it numbers to give it relevance to what That's we're what I'm doing. Saying. But I'm saying time, time that still we gave it. Okay. And I'm not saying time doesn't exist because that'd be stupid. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Time does exist. Yeah. You'd be a fucking. But the way that, that we say it and give it a title. Are you saying title or meaning? What do you mean? Exactly my point. You fucking turd. I haven't had enough wine to do this conversation. <laughs> I told you this before. Oh God, my head's hot already. No shit. Um. Fucking hell. See, the problem is with this- Why did we go existential for? With this fucking question, it always ventures down some strange and dark tangents. 
Well, now we're into the conception of does time exist? No, we don't because I said that time does exist. Glad we've got that established. I'm just saying numbers are a man-made construct. No shit. But the that's interesting what we question use to decipher what time is. The interesting question that I always come back to, what are numbers? Without describing what they do. <sighs> you really want me to answer that? You can't. How? You can't. I can't. No Obviously one can. I can't. No one can. Shit, well, I gotta stop screaming. You do. You do. Sorry. Because this is a civilized I'm getting, conversation. I'm, getting frustrated. I'm just getting frustrated, alright? So We've kind of established the fact that nothing is nothing, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> but nothing in its essence of being nothing is it's still some, something. Yeah. Because we've prescribed it a meaning of nothingness, and nothingness is not a complete void, because even a void then would be considered something. Something, because it's a void. Yeah. So, well, you can't reduce it down to anything, because, oh, Jesus, nothing- oh my God. Nothing's not there. Is anything there? What do you mean? Well, you've said- Explain we're, yourself. We're, okay. Oh, good luck with Show this. Show me you're working out. With nothing, there is- <laughs> With nothing, there is nothing. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is, is does nothing fall into the category of anything or does it have its own category? So, you've got nothing, you've got something. Does anything- is that the umbrella term for nothing and yes. something? I'd say it's the umbrella. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. We've yeah, but you didn't even fucking me- explain it like that. Sorry, what? Fucking Um, No, but this is a ridiculous topic to try and explain. No shit, Sherlock. So, I'm glad. Let's pie pass this now, please. Pie pass? Pie pass. What kind of pie? Shepherd's pie. Shepherd? That's the pie you think. Why do you go away? up a decibel every time you say something? Because and I'm perplexed by your answer. I'm perplexed by your face, but we just move on with it. I'm perplexed by your smashed tomato face. I'm perplexed by your DNA. What? Yeah. You've never looked at my DNA. I'm or have you? At it right You're now. a freak. <laughs> okay. Why would you get my DNA? Do you own a microscope? Okay. Next question. <laughs> because I'm gonna hurt my brain and I'm gonna throw my brain into a brick wall. <laughs> If we continue, let's get on, going. If we continue on this path, so oh, good lord, let's, that that was. Oh, we need to be a lot more drunk. A lot, a lot more drunk, and we need a lot more time. Yes, but, but well, no, <laughs> no, but no. is there such? No, thing? no, 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 no. Stop that. Stop we that. need a lot more prescribed meaning. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. Anyways. Oh, Christ. So, the other little conversation we thought we'd dabble on. Should which... we go into a conversation or should we just quickly go over, like, some shit that's happened in the past week? No. No. We're going to touch it piece by piece. We're literally go- we're going to stick to the structure that we've, Im- like, planned to do. I didn't want them to know we had a structure. Fucking oath we have a structure. Because this is random as fuck. <laughs> That first question should be enough of a gist of where tonight will my end up going. If people remember by the end of the episode, let us know if you want us to actually do a full episode on any of this. Kind of like an existential conversation of sorts. Yeah, but you guys aren't going to want to listen to about four and a half hours of fucking mumble jumble. It will not be four and a half hours, I'll tell you that now. No, because I'll I, be brain fried. I'm telling you now, I will not edit four and a half hours worth of audio. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not happening. Okay. Second question. Could Jack have fit on the door with Rose? <laughs> fucking I think he couldn't. I think it is utter bullshit because that door was fucking massive. Exactly. We've seen the maths. It's been new it's been displayed on the internet and mathematically solved hundreds of times. He could have easily fit on that door, but Rose is a bitch. And do you know what I did like a dumb cut? What? After the movie and stuff, me and my sister were like, we got home and we're like Jade, go and stand next to the door. And she's like, why? I said, just go and do it for me. So I got her to stand up against the door and then I stood next to her and I'm like, see, see? She goes, what do you mean? I said, look, we both fit. How dare he? How dare her? How dare her? How dare her? How dare she, maybe? Whatever. And for those playing at home, Jade is Brad's sister. Uh, correct. Um, yeah, but no, nah, he could have fit on that door 100%. It's absolute And I, and I said it. I said it. But, like, it's it's a point of controversy because- Is I, it though? Honestly, because you're watching the movie and it's happening and you're like, Jack, can you stop being a fuckwit and get up on the door? Yeah. 
even if she tips, you know, when you're in a pool and someone holds onto like one end of a floaty device and you're like struggling to get up, if someone else is holding on the other side as a counterbalance and you both lift at the same time, it's not going to fuck up. It's the same principle with the door. What if you both push down on it too hard and it just ends up sinking? But it wouldn't sink. Why not? Because you think about it. It's not like the door's made of floaties. For example, the boats in olden times, like Viking boats, if they got cannoned, right? So the boat's been shattered to shreds. There's nothing left. Yeah. Why does all the boat float? What? Like, why does the wood float in the water? Fuck, if I know I'm not a boatman. <laughs> I'm not asking you to be a boatman. But good. You know. That end up really bad. You know that wood floats. Certain wood. Okay, well, fucking let's not say plywood then. Plywood won't float. I don't fucking oh, does know. It? Oh, no, I'm not a carpenter. I don't test theories of boats. You're not a carpenter. I'm not a boatman. This, this is, is just... You know what this is called? This is called train wreck heaven. <laughs> but we can <laughs> firmly establish after this four and a half minute debunking of... The fucking door. Look, we've come to a unanimous verdict that wait, wait, Jack, a what word? Unanimous. Oh, say it again. Unanimous. <laughs> again. Unanimous. But say it like Chewy now. Are <laughs> <laughs> all unanimously, unanimously. <laughs> Anyways, we've come to a unanimous verdict that Jack could have easily fit on that door. There's no question about it. If anything, he should have gotten up on the door and kicked her fucking ass off. Okay, slightly extreme. Ah, fuck her. But this is the most. She's dying. Tony, if you don't already know, is the most anti-couple, love, hates on women. Sort I of don't hate on women. Unless they're like complete porn freaks. I do not hate <laughs> on women. He's a, he's a woman hater. Oh, for fuck's sake. I am not a woman Tony hater. Tony hates women. I just hate you. He just, he doesn't like it if she's not lying on her back with her legs oh, spread. <laughs> yeah, I can say the same about you, you pig. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Okay, okay. So that question oh. has been completely done. Great. It is talked through. It is never to be brought up ever again. Well, at least we both agree on it. 100% we do. So, you know what? Fucking cheers. Cheers to that. Mm, had a nice ring to it. Okay. One that I feel like we just need to get out of the way. What? Fortnite. <laughs> so, Tony, do you want to give us a rundown of what's actually happened recently? All right. Well, in this last week, they had, well, I'm not a big Fortnite player, but it's been popping up fucking everywhere. Actually, I've never played Fortnite. But it's been popping up on social media everywhere that this event took place in the game and apparently it was the end of Fortnite and people losing their minds because they didn't know if the game was finished or if they were going to do something else. It's just like it just ended. And people couldn't log back into the game and fucking, yeah. The, the fucking gamers were losing their minds. Okay. Okay. Well, I wish that was the case. Yeah. Because you think about it, Fortnite is literally a catalyst for a lot of mental illness of young children. Sorry, come again? Addiction. Gaming addiction is recognised in the Diagnostic Manual of Disorders. Yeah, but are you telling me that you are solely pinpointing it on Fortnite? No, but I'm saying a lot of the younger generation that do play it, I can attribute it down to that game. What did you want to do before we started the podcast? PUBG. There we go. Yeah. So you can't... So labelling Fortnite as the main catalyst for it is utter bullshit. Yes, I will agree with you that I'm gaming age is an bracket. addiction. A- age bracket. I'm not talking a 30-year-old man that wants to play PUBG occasionally. Minecraft. What about Minecraft? Near, just as addictive as Fortnite. Okay, but... But I, I wouldn't label, label it down to a specific series or a specific game title. Addiction in gaming in general is a thing. Without question. 100%. I'm not debating that. But I'm saying that there is a massive influence on what Fortnite has done to young children who play it. Explain yourself. The amount of cases that I've read about in a lot of my textbooks, a lot of journal articles about Fortnite having a detrimental impact on a child's development and specific articles stating Fortnite. Because, you know, they're doing 18, 19 hour stints on mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. It's actually slowing down their mental development. But again, this is what I'm saying. Trying to blame one game is bullshit. I'm not blaming because it for the whole point of um, gaming addiction. This was happening before Fortnite. Of course, on. 100%. Minecraft was before Fortnite yeah. and that was just as bad. Even before that, you had kids addicted to Grand Theft Auto. 
You had him addicted to RuneScape. You had him addicted to World of yeah. Warcraft, the yeah. biggest culprit of them all. Yeah. But like World of Warcraft's one of those games that was that that's that addictive that people have died playing the fucking game. Okay. Because they've played for so long without eating or drinking. Yeah, malnourished. That they've just fucking But what I'm saying is dead. with the growth that Fortnite had when it initially came out and how it just blew up, right? You remember that period of time where it just got exponentially huge. Yeah, but it's really not the quickly. first game. It's not the only game I'm to I'm not have saying done that. that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are obviously other games that have done that. Yeah. But in a time where it's coupled with social media and the impacts of online gaming and all that sort of stuff, obviously Fortnite, like I knew of World of Warcraft and all that sort of stuff. Like that there was no debate about that. They were huge in terms of impacting young they kids. They were? Huge. Oh, actually, that's something else that's a relatively new topic. I'll speak about that later. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... Fortnite's current. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about other games. I'm talking about this game. But things like Minecraft, for example, are still current. Yes. Fair enough. But I'm literally specifically talking about Fortnite. So we're just using Fortnite as the primary example, right? Yes. That's all I'm discussing. Okay. The amount of articles that I've read in relation to gaming, in relation to Fortnite, is fucked because of... Now that they're starting to conduct experiments and understand what gaming addiction is actually doing to children, mm-hmm. I lay a lot of influence to that on Fortnite. I'm not saying that yeah, other yeah, okay, games okay, aren't okay, part of that, okay, okay. but I'm just saying with the, I suppose, interactive nature of it, what the actual premise of it, like I know from, a, from my prime example, like I can play PUBG for hours. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, because it's the actual gameplay and format that draws me in uh-huh. of competing against a hundred other people around the world. Yeah, amazing, great idea. And I can't talk. What in terms of how many Destiny hours have you clocked up, Tony? I can actually check for you. But you know what? I've I've wanted to uh, look. I've actually had this discussion a fair few times with a few people. Yeah. And this is the point I keep making when it comes to this topic in general. That people keep labeling the games as being addictive. Yeah. Which they are to a degree. But, especially in younger kids, what it really comes down to? Parenting. Because I can tell you for a fact, when I was like, let's say, I don't know, give me an age. Like 13. 13. Right? There is no way, not a chance in hell, that my mum would let me play games for that fucking long. No way. Yeah. So, what it comes down to is... Kids can get addicted, but it's up to parents to kick the kids off and get them out of that habit. Okay. Okay. Valid. Valid. But then what happens when you've got the most difficult child who will not take no for an answer, who screams and yells and screams and yells and threatens to hit you as a parent, you're, let's hypothetically say you're completely at your wits end anyway. So it's kind of like- Yes, I understand the point that you make in relation to parents. Yeah. But then I also need to point out that I look at, for example, at the shops when I see parents pushing their kids and they're all sound and sweet, no dramas, it's because they've got a fucking iPad or a phone in front of them. Mm-hmm. Which I know, take that I, know phone, I can't really talk because I'm not a parent. Nor right? are we part of that generation. But I just take it on the upbringing that I had. Yeah, but we can't right. base it off our upbringing. Simple. Simple. You can and you can't. No, 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 no. Because this is a tech generation now about curbing kids' behavior by allowing them to play games and do all that sort of shit. I'm not for it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Interact with your kids. Yeah. Don't be a fuckwit parent that allows your kid to dictate the terms of your arrangement with them. Look, I can't talk because I'm not a parent. Right? And I do understand that a lot of parents do it because, well, they're fucking exhausted. And it's the only time that the kids will be quiet. Exactly. Yeah. So, I understand that. But to a degree, I mean, set set boundaries. Yeah. Set constraints. But that that, that that's all seems logical. And it's the same logical. sort of thing, for example, let's say if you had a kid who was, I don't know, obsessed with playing with matches. My brother. Right? And that, and that example you gave before, when you were talking about, like, how do you deal with a child who will kick and scream and threaten to hit you and all yeah. that sort of shit? What if it was in the same boat as playing with fire? Yeah. What would you do in that circumstance? You so, let uh, him. What? You let him kick and scream. They can try to hit you. Yeah. But 
again, you can't look younger kids need to be set boundaries because when they're older and they have that mentality where they'll just think that they'll get whatever they want, then what the fuck's going to happen? Of course. I completely agree with that. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if we can put those two categories. So a pyro kid, that's endangering safety of not just himself, but everyone else as well. So my brother, for example, used to light matches under his bed. Yeah. Dumb cunt. Simple. You're a dickhead, David. Mum and dad knew fuck all about it. They would go light fires in the backyard. They would try and light the fucking- How's this for a dumb cunt move? <laughs> he'd light tennis balls on fire. Like, he'd douse them in, like, kerosene or whatever. Yeah. Light them up mm. and hit them at the train that used to pass our house. <laughs> Dave, the train's not going to catch on fire. However, the fucking dried out grass in front of the train tracks will. You dick. But what I'm saying is putting- a gaming category up against a kid that's fucking pyroed out. There's no comparison in that for me. There is a comparison to a degree as far as an addiction is concerned. I think more so as parenting is concerned. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to go fucking forever on that. But I just don't like the fact that people will blame the game. Okay. But that's partly as well because of your standpoint on gaming. It's not on the standpoint. It's a simple thing of would you let your kids... I don't know, let's say, for example, watch movies for 19 hours. No. No, you wouldn't. No. So why is it, so why would you let them play games for 19 hours? But again, it's a logical step in our minds to say that. But we've got to take into consideration that we're basing it off our parents and the way they raised us. There aren't everyone out there that are like our parents. So what happens when mum's on a double shift, there's no dad, fend for yourself. That's what I'm saying. We can't pigeonhole and categorize everyone under the same bracket because it's impossible. What? With that kind of scenario? With what? That exact scenario you just said. Yeah. I was on a double shift, no yeah. dad. Hello. No, I know. I know. Uh-huh. But I you, you were drilled in from a very, very early age. Mum imprinted on you hard about values and what constitutes character and what the sort of person you wanted to be. Not to mention you also had an older brother- who was representative of what you were going to become, and he guided you along that process as well. He was a big influence, even though you may not want to admit. No, he was. I'm not going to say he wasn't. He was. But, again, this is my point again. It's parenting. Yes, and I think temperament of the children as well. I think, look, do you know what? It's it's a whole multitude of factors. Like, And it has to be understood by a case-by-case basis. I don't think we can categorize and lump sum everyone into one bracket. I don't think that's... A- possible in this <laughs> oh excuse me mm-hmm. anyways moving on oh before we switch yeah <laughs> i said i was gonna check how many how many hours i've logged in destiny 2 <laughs> here we go nerd factor going up a lot right now let's do it go so i don't really, I don't really oh my god tony <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've clocked 1,757 hours in Destiny. Can you work out what 1,757 hours is in days? So I'd have to divide that by 24. 1757 divided by 24 hours. That's 73 days. <laughs> He's proud of that. Are you hearing this, guys? He's fucking proud of that. <laughs> hey, but that is over a, a three-year stint. And like what? Jesus Christ! It's like February, March, thirty, sixty. Oh, it's it's like two and a half months per year, purely dedicated to playing a game. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's just one game. What a waste of time! That's hey, it's not a fucking waste. What a waste Shut of time! It's not a waste. It is. Yeah, I wonder how many hours you put in PUBG. Not many. Oh, Trust me, not I many. Beg to differ. Nah, man. <laughs> anyway. I, I played, I think, two games while I was away for five months. I'm sure you did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, okay, next next one. <laughs> God. Fuck, we're flying through this shit. Okay, what about we touch on climate change protests? Oh, for the love of God. Okay, so uh, let me try okay. and do it from both perspectives here. I admire protesters, Okay. I'm going to spell this out now. I look back at the 70s and 80s and 60s. Protests were done with purpose. Yeah. Now I look at vegan and- (laughs) No, but it's a relevant topic. 
vegan and climate change protesters yeah. as the right intention, but not the right action. Okay. Intention being specifically about, yes, we need to do something as a whole, as a community, as a fucking nation to start making the government aware that we expect change. Okay. In terms of gluing your hands to pavement and obstructing traffic in the CBD or marching through at, the at prime time. Or marching through the CBD in nothing but your undies and bra. You're accomplishing nothing. No. I'm sorry. There are other... Like, yeah. Because when I saw that article today as I was going through Facebook, I saw that clip from the news. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Does you stripping down to your skivvies have anything to do with climate change? No. What does that have to do with it? Nothing. 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 So why? Just why? And like, I, I understand in the sense of them trying to bring, you know, um, I suppose, highlighting their cause by doing something drastic like that. But then I was reading an article today. There was a guy in India who's now 86 years old. Mm-hmm. He has planted 1.1 million trees. Okay. He's people, like his townsfolk have never fucking heard of this guy. Yeah. He's not seeking fame or fortune or anything like that, showing, oh, look at me, look at me, look at what I've done. Yeah. He's done it because he's realized that we need to do that. They are steps that we can take individually in order to make a difference. He's to the make a change. Here. Correct. These people who are most likely fucking unemployed. Yeah. I've got nothing against students because I am a student. But a lot of these students are actually doing it on behalf of teachers who are not coercing, but- Voicing m- their opinions. Yes. And getting that whole, I don't know- I don't even know what you wanted to call it, but getting them involved in their fucking agenda. Yeah. I don't like that. No. At university, you should be taught to think for yourself. I get it. There are changes that need to be made, especially in terms of climate change. But instead of doing these stupid marches and shit, how about go somewhere, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, place of nature. Yeah. Somewhere, whether it be in, like, in the city or outskirts of the city, whatever. How about instead of doing stupid marches and chants, do something about it? I don't know. Go, everyone go out and start planting trees. Or start, I don't know, do something proactive. Go and build inventions that are going to benefit us and help us. Plant trees. Do simple things like this that you as a person, especially if you can rally a community of people to go and do these protests, Go into the fucking forest where it's been deforested and pr- replant trees. Yeah. It's really simple. Yep. Really simple. But also, like, I, I understand there needs to intention. be accountability on behalf of governments as well. Yeah. I understand their intention that they're, they're trying to, I guess, make the government aware of their thoughts and feelings on the topic. Yes. I get that. But doing it this way really doesn't do anything. I think it's a joke. It, it, that they've turned it into a joke. Yeah. Because what was it? I think I saw a post a while ago where they like people had this, I think it was another climate change rally that they had in a park or something. Yeah. They showed it was full of people. Then they showed the shot after everyone had left. And, and there was rubbish everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. That's pretty much counter. That's counterproductive productive of what you're trying to accomplish. Yes. You're trying to clean up, like you're trying to basically clean up the planet, yet you're leaving it just as you're making it even dirtier yeah. than what you're trying to do. Hypocrites. So yeah, it's it's hypocrisy at yeah. its highest. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I know. Like you think if you're doing a climate change thing, all right, everyone make sure this place is beautiful and clean before we leave. Not fucking let's just leave that shit there yeah. for someone else to clean up. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's stupid. And like, do you know what? For me, there are other people I've seen a lot of um like stories where people have gone and done something ultra productive for you know telling people like being a a spokesperson for climate change like i look at leonardo dicaprio okay so he's in conjunction a lot of the time with national geographic about exposing the need to make sure that that fuck's sake (laughs) go on um where he's talking about the polar ice caps melting yep and the drastic effects that it's going to have on lower sitting land. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, fucking islands. I, I can't think of which ones specifically. But then they did a time lapse video 
of the actual polar ice cap yeah. from 1986 and 2017. Yeah. And the 2017 video is actually shocking at how much is left. Yeah. There's like fuck all left. Right. And looking at that compared to that, yes, there are reasons to be concerned. Yes, this is becoming a global problem. Yeah. Yes. But we need to think creatively and constructively about how we combat these issues. We can't do it in a way where it's like, well, let's organize a march when the government ultimately is going to do fuck all. Yeah. How do you go around the bullshit red tape of government and start impacting it so they have no choice but to look at it and go, well, we need to do something now because it's right on our doorstep. Like, what do you do as an individual, whether it be to unite a collective of people to say, hey, let's do this or let's do that, let's do this, where people in power have to take notice, not where they look at these protests and laugh. Mm. You're not getting what you want out of it. I think they would have to do something proactive to their cause in order to gain some sort of attention and be like, well, fuck, these people are doing it on their own. Yeah. And you might have someone in office who is, I guess, sympathetic to the cause. Yeah. Like, you know what? These guys are doing something really good. We should back them. Yeah. yeah. And we should, I don't know, maybe give them funding. Okay. Or this, something to that degree. This is going to be a really fucking strange idea. But you remember like Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. It's the closest thing we've ever had to world peace. <laughs> are you in agreement with me? I take that as a yes. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, do, you saw a unified shitload of people yeah, globally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Why can't we implement some sort of environmental program or something that requires us to do such things as that? People are glued to their phones. Mm. Let's start doing something with our phones that is actually going to benefit the environment. Uniting everyone as one. It would be, you'd have to try and create some sort of system where it's not only entertaining. Yeah. It's free and accessible to everybody. Yeah. And you actually do have proactive actions going towards this. Yes. So it has to give you some sort of reward for doing it. Because if you think about it, let's, for example, Pokemon Go, your reward was catching Pokemon. Do you know what the reward could be? If you set up teams, right? Oh, my God. I'm onto something here. If you set up teams of people mm-hmm. and it's a global fucking tournament of, let's say, first round is tree planting and you go up against other teams in your area who can get more done the most. What do you win out of it, though? What's the reward? Okay. So, the global page will have you recognized on a ranking list. See, I think someone like that's not enough. It's not enough to draw people in. Okay. Because you think about it, as stupid as it sounds, Pokemon Go, you caught a Pokemon, you're a Wobbers, oh, look what I have and look what no one else has. What or, about? Oh, this person's got this. Oh, let's let's trade and give you this and that. You're actually getting something. What about a monetary-based incentive? What do you mean? So, money-based. Where are you going to get the funding? So, what I'm saying is, like, infrastructure and all that sort of stuff, like, where they have government grants. Right. So, let's say your team meets a quota of, let's hypothetically say it's it's borderline unreachable, but you somehow manage to get it. Yeah. You then not get a, an actual money-based value to yourself, but you get a grant then to implement what you've been doing with a whole horde of other people. But what's going to get, what's going to draw people in to do this though? Oh, I don't know. That's the thing. It's, fucking, it's in Pokemon, infancy stages. Like I can't Pokemon, explain that. Something like Pokemon had its initial draw because people love Pokemon. Do you know what it is? Do you know what the reward is? What? Fucking doing it. If you are so adamant about climate change and making shit happen, you'd want to be a part of that. Why do you need a reward out of doing something genuinely good? Because yeah, that's how this world works now. People well, want maybe the world needs to change. It's that whole sort of thing of there's no such thing as something for nothing. And maybe that mentality as well needs to change. It does, but that's how the world works. For now. For now. Everyone, look up Venus Project. Look it up now. Which one was that again? Venus Project. It's Did we look that up ages ago? a utopian society right, yeah. how to create it. Yeah. yeah I know that one now. All right. <clears throat> Next. <laughs> that was a good That was good. That was a good one. Um, I know you like that. Google stuff. Tell me. Oh, okay. Well, in relevant news, seeing as it's now the 16th of October... Last night, I think it was about 1 a.m. our Australian 
standard time. Standard time. Yeah. There was the Google conference over in New York City um, where oh. they- Yeah. All right. Calm down. Hi, Tara. Keep, keep in your pants. So they had the, the big conference over in New York um, going through all the new stuff that Google are releasing in the next couple of weeks. Okay. What are they releasing? So uh, probably the biggest announcement. Everyone knew it was coming. It probably was the most leaked like technological thing to date okay. is the Pixel 4, okay. which is Google's new phone. Yeah. All right. Um, now, they've gone a bit different with this. It's going to be a new take on some things that we didn't think that we'd want, but after playing with it myself, I can see where this is going to take off. They're doing things, for example, they call it uh, motion sense. Okay. So, the phone itself is going to have a radar chip in the top bezel. So, for example, you can do things, for example, like you can wave your hand over the phone and you can, let's say, skip a, skip a song. Okay. Or you can, if you have an incoming call and you, and you can't pick it up, you can just wave your hand over the phone, it'll mute the call. Or mute how, it. How does it know that you because, want to mute it? Because there's a radar chip and in its programming, if you, if you wave it over, it'll silence it. Okay. And even, for example, like now with the one thing I did love about well, that I do love about my Pixel is its fingerprint scanner, which I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah. But this new, because it only unlocks with your face. So it's facial recognition. Yeah. Okay. Now, with the motion sense and facial recognition, what it's going to do is as you go to grab your phone, it's going to note, it's gonna, the radar is going to pick up your hand. Yeah. Come and pick it up. So as you pick it up, it kind of wakes it up. And then as you get into your face, the camera starts to pick up your face. And by the time you look at your phone, it's unlocked, ready to go. Okay. Okay. So it's just going to streamline the way that you use your tech. Yeah, okay. Right, which is pretty freaking cool. Instead yeah. of having to do the whole, like, you know, you pick up your phone now, you press your power button, and you either wait for it to scan your face, or you do your fingerprint, yeah. or you put in your code, whatever you do. Yeah. Right? It's just, you pick it up, bang, and knows it's you. Yeah. More of a fluid motion. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, but one of the more important, one of the more interesting things, and I can't wait to try it once I get it, me and you will do it together. Um, it's, it's got a new feature in the camera. It's, it's part of the mode called Night Sight. Now, I've shown you what Night Sight looks like before. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Now, this new version, if you have it sitting on a tripod on Night Sight and you have it out in the, like out in the dead of night, if it knows that it's still for a little while, it keeps the camera open for seven minutes. Okay. okay. And it captures as much possible light as it can get and it can do astrophot- astrophotography. So you can actually take a shot of the stars oh, with wow. your fucking phone. Okay. It's ridiculous. That's cool. That's cool. It's stupid how good it is. So Interesting. That's the phone. They're also bringing out, um, they're also bringing out a new, like, you know, the little mini speakers? Yeah. They do? Yeah. They're bringing out a new version of that. Um, not much different, really. A little bit better sound. But the main thing that they're doing now is Google's primarily focusing on, um, on conservation. Conservation of what? Of materials and planetary resources. Oh, as right? in that conservation. So, okay, cool. For example, this new speaker that they're doing, the the netting that they use, like the, the kind of mesh that they put yeah, yeah. over the speaker is, is recycled. 35% recycled plastic bottles. Okay. Okay. Which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So be, being eco-friendly. Yes. They're trying more and more to be more eco-friendly. Okay. That's, that's which good. Is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For big business For a like big that, tech company doing to that. do that sort of thing, it's it's I'm hoping that it has a positive effect so that way other companies Yeah, start a trickling domino effect, yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. Because they should. I mean, if we're like in our previous topic, if we're all about climate change and helping try to save the planet and that sort of shit, big companies like this that use a lot of resources, it's a fucking great start. Yeah, it is. It is. I'll give you that. They, if they get on board with it. Fuck, can you imagine how much how much planetary resource like, and that sort of thing we can save? It just makes me think, like, what if Google and Apple did some sort of collab as self-initiated about conservation? Like, mm-hmm. who can up the other person in terms of getting their business to be more eco-friendly? That's what I'm hoping this is going to do. I hope it does create competition between these sort of companies and it actually inclines more people to go, hey, I might actually go with this brand because they are They're being friendly. eco-friendly, yeah. Yeah, and, I see what you're and saying. then the other company's like, "Wait a minute, why are our sales dropping?" Oh, wait, because they're eco-friendly. Maybe we need to do the same thing. Yeah, and then it becomes a competition. Yeah, so which, if anything, there's no downside to it. If anything, it's a benefit for the environment and the consumer. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. All right, I rate it. Um, there's a couple of things. Um, 
they're they're going to release their version, the, the Quantum Pixel Buds. They're basically like the Air Buds, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, cool thing is that they will be doing um, on the go live translation. That's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty fucking. Cool. That's um, oh my god. Yeah, imagine being in like fucking. Hungary or Japan or somewhere where you got no idea what's going yeah. on. They did tease that they were going to do this ages ago, but I don't think they could get it right. Yeah. And they've finally been able to okay. get it right. So that's going to be pretty fucking cool. <coughs> Amongst the other things where it's got good battery life and good sound and yeah. good noise cancellation and all that sort of shit. But it's more of the extras of what it can do. Will Google ever cool. like sort of dabble in like TVs and shit? Do you reckon? Not TVs per se. Because it's more of their software. Okay. So, for example, let's say brands like uh, like Sony, uh, TCL, certain model Hisense TVs, they all run Android TV, which Android is made by Google. Okay. Okay. So, that's more of their dabble into it. But their major focus with TV side of things is the Chromecast. Yeah. And it's integration with smart home products like, for example, smart plugs or Google Homes. And using voice recognition to control your TV through a Chromecast is plugged into your TV. Yeah, okay. It's more in, in that side of things where you can F, where you can basically talk to your home and you'll see things happen. Which I've experienced at an Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And it's just going to get more so inclined that way with the way things are going. Okay. That's cool. So, there's that. Uh, what else? Uh, new Google Wi-Fi, which is going to be pretty cool. It's just better Wi-Fi system. Um, oh, uh, while we're on the topic of that, so five G. Yep. What, what, what's the big big difference between that and four G? Like, how does that majority, work? Majority, the major difference is basically internet speed on your phone. Okay, that's the major difference. But how do they? It's like, for example, how we had the jump going from three G to four G. So what actually happens, like in terms of the towers and stuff? So the the towers get better antennas. So, that so that's all that comes down signal to. Yeah. Quicker, oh, okay. Okay. But in order for you to receive 5G, your phone needs to have a 5G modem. That's why you're seeing with certain phones now, they're releasing a 5G model. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because let's say with the phones we have now, they're 4G. Yeah. So they will not work on a 5G network because they don't have the right modem. So yeah. how long before do you think it gets to a point where everyone's on 5G? I'd say probably a year or two. That quick? I think so. Okay. Yep. Well, not everyone, people will still be on 4G, just like how, for example, now, you still have people on 3G. Yeah, yeah. Because you still have certain people that don't really use the internet on their phones or don't need that style thing. They just need it for calls and messages. Yeah. So that will just stick with a 3G unit that just works. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. And then soon enough, I think certain providers are starting to cut off 3G, so people have to switch over to 4G. Basically, analog to digital with TVs. Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. Exactly that. Uh, anything else? Yeah, just new Wi-Fi. Pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, and just the AI side of things is just getting pretty a nuts. lot more, a lot more sophisticated and a lot more streamlined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Google Assistant is becoming like it's getting to the point now with, and I can't wait to test it out when I get my Pixel Four. That like at the moment you've seen how I talk to it. Yeah. And I kind of have to prompt it to ask it something else. Yeah. It's going to be able to handle consecutive questions. Oh, so wow. I don't have to okay. trigger it. Yeah, yeah. I can say, "What's the weather today?" And bring it up. I don't have to say, "Hey Google," again for it to activate. Oh, there it goes on both phones. I can I can just continue with, "What about tomorrow?" What about for the rest of the week? Yeah, okay, that's cool. I can just continue asking it stuff, and it will keep providing answers. Like in America, they've got the infrastructure set up there, so you can say. Show me flights for Hawaii, for example. Yeah. It'll bring up a list of flights. Book me a flight for this day with this airline. It'll book the flight for you. And then send that, send the, or you say, you find these flights on this website for me. Send this to, let's say, you're going to say, send this to Tony. Yeah. It'll get that website. Are you coming to, send it to, are you coming to America? No. Okay. It's just Sorry. an example. <laughs> It'll then grab that website, send it as a message to me. That's crazy. Saying, check this out. Wow. Just it, it just the ability to be able to just talk to your phone and it, it, it will literally be your actual assistant to compare to what we have now, which is sort of there but not really. Yeah, fair enough. It's getting fucking it's getting sci fi, man. Okay. Okay. Like the shit that we used to see in sci fi movies back in the day. It's happening. It's starting to happen now and it's freaky. Okay. It's fucking cool. I love where this is going. Alright. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to actually have a proper play with it. 
and mm. to see how actually like how play with how that. good it really is. Mm, and the cool is thing is, is that they're putting it they're like I'm pretty sure that it's got an onboard memory for the assistant. So it's time the time it takes to learn your patterns. Instead of trying to retrieve it from the data center over the net, it's stored it's stored locally. So it picks up on your trends quicker and learns quicker. That's awesome. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. All right. Cool. So as far as a tech perspective is concerned, this is huge. All right. For the tech space in general. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. It's gonna. It's a. It's a game changer. Cool update. All yeah. right. Finally, TikTok. Oh, for the love of I have to address it. Ah, oh, TikTok. Vine's awkward, <coughs> unsocial, socially retarded cousin. Oh. Uh. Yeah, not that kind of retarded. TikTok makes that noise uh, when it opens up. No, it just makes uh, weird noises. It's just shit. Let's put it this way. It's that weird guy that stands in the corner making weird noises. It's the creepy uncle that you don't allow your children to play with at a family function. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's what TikTok is. Because obviously everyone's trying to find something like Vine because when Vine left a big hole in social media on its departure. Huge. Okay. Vine had that kind of impact and it still has it today seeing as these Vine compilations and shit are still going today and they're still as funny and as popular as they was when they were How many Jiffies are literally based off Vines? How many what, sorry? Jif, Gif. Jiffies. Do you know how many people call them Jiffies over there? Well, they're fucking wrong. They're Gifs. Yeah, that's what I said. fuck's sake. I didn't want to have any more arguments over there as a result of Jiffs. Jiffies. Fucking. I know. Ugh. What, so when you give someone a gift, you call it a gift? I don't, no shit. Fuck, it's stupid. Anyway, beside the point. But yeah, you're right. There's tons, absolute tons of gifts that are made based on Vine. Yeah. Now, we've done it. We've been doing, well, been trying to see the bright side of TikTok. Yeah. We've been looking up compilations and all this sort of shit to see. And what, it's falling short. Yeah. It's not funny. No. Where, like, my point I made was Vine was creative. People got creative when they were making Vines. Like, not to mention, yes, there were stupid videos. Oh, yeah. Very, very stupid videos. Can I say- The lady with the cat rubbing it on herself and dancing. Can I say there was a plethora of stupid videos? Good word. I just like that word. It is good. word. But TikTok is full of unimaginative, uncreative, um, what, social media fucking- Infested rats. It's that have it's no idea. It's basically full of the memes that aren't funny. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's kind of like they've got templates that when they do a lot of them, but they just end up being shit. Yeah, like I've yet to see a, a TikTok that's made me genuinely laugh. Yeah, I haven't seen one. It yet. Hasn't no. It just there's nothing. Which is really disappointing because I was like, because it's got the potential to be that. Yeah. But it's got the platform now. But just use it right. But it's not so much the app itself. It's it's the community behind TikTok. True. Can you imagine if, for example, you had like now a lot of the viners, for example, but like the good viners back in the day, yeah, they do their own thing. Yeah. Now they're either on YouTube or Snapchat or Instagram doing their own thing, and they're still fucking funny. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They haven't gone to TikTok, and I wonder why. Because it's it's a complete waste of space. Like, I remember when I was at camp and, like, we had kind of, like, a no-phones policy. But, like, at the end of the day, you got to compromise because some kids are going to carry their phones, especially the older ones. Like, mm-hmm. you just accept the fact that, that was going to happen. Yep. Towards the end of the camp, we got a little bit more lenient to them pulling out their phones and showing us photos or videos or whatever. Um, but then I'd see stupid things that they were doing. I'm like, what, what are these kids doing? And then one of the kids would respond, oh, they're making a TikTok video. And I'm like, see, see, this is not funny. What are you doing? Like, it is not funny. There's no sense of creativity in what they are doing. Mm. The ideas aren't original anymore. No. So it's kind of like, well, I'm sorry, but you're a waste of space. It's the kind of, the, it's one thing I noticed the main difference between, let's say, just the comedy style of Vine and the comedy style of TikTok is that certain Vines that are really funny were like basically like stand up comedians. They push boundaries. Yeah. Right, they're not afraid to tiptoe around certain areas and just go fucking balls deep in it because at the end of the day, to them, it's a joke. Yeah. And they only see it as a joke. And we weren't as sensitive. Oh, don't even get No, that's another topic in general. We were not as sensitive to the issues that some vines would put forward because we knew at the end of the day, it was a joke. Yeah. 
I feel like now we tiptoe around everything because, oh, that may offend someone or, oh, we can't do that because that'll offend that person. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's going to be variations of humour and comedy. There's going to be really, really dark shit. And then there's going to be fluffy, catering for all audiences sort of comedy. Keyboard cat. Literally, that sort of stuff. So, it's kind of hard because I can't move and transition into TikTok being a Vine lover myself because- There is nothing funny. I have a really dark sense of humor and I have not found one TikTok where I've gone, oh shit, but that's awesome. Nothing like that. But even, not even the dark humor side of things because me and you both have not only a dark sense of humor, but a stupid sense of humor. Massive. We laugh at stupid shit. Fucking oath. Right? Even looking at the stupid- We laugh at each other because our lives are jokes. Pretty much. (laughs) But even laughing, even looking at the stupid- TikToks, they're not funny. No. They're just stupid. Yeah. What? Well, what's that? That was sh- that shit song. Remember on TikTok, there was something like when they were singing over, it and it was like something shit. Okay. It was that shit. I've blocked it. I'm yeah. Remember. See, it's un- unmemorable. Yeah. Un- unmemorable. Yeah. Un- 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 yeah, yeah. Unmemorable. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're awesome. Fine. You're okay. Um. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Just TikTok in general sucks dick. Or just the co- to the content creators on TikTok, step up your fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. I mean, the amount of times, man, you've gone, we could do something funnier. Yeah. But then we fall short because then we're like, what could we do? But, I don't know. Our general chit chat, the shit that's not recorded is funny. <laughs> I just need to have like, I need the movie Ed TV where a camera crew follows me around. Oh God, that would be bad. Like I'd be called accident Brad because I fucking hurt myself doing everything. So it'd be amazing if I could get my own camera crew. Anyone willing to volunteer, just follow me around 24 hours a day. It'd be amazing. Unpaid. Unpaid. <laughs> Trust me, it'd still be worth it. Mm, totally appealing. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. But, yeah, anyways, that was our- That was just our freestyle pod. <laughs> freestyle. No. No, not no, that. No, no. Yeah, anyways, um, that was interesting. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I liked that one. It was yeah. different. It was different. And, like, see how, like, you can get into a topic and you just start blowing up with it. Yeah. And you can just keep expanding and expanding and expanding, like the universe, and then wait till it pops. (laughs) But nothing is still something. Yeah. 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 I'm with you on that. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad. We came to that verdict that nothing is still something. True. All right. Well, do you want to wrap it up? Oh, I guess so. We can um, wrap it up there. Where can they find us? Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that. If you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Spotify, CastBox, and now Spotify. Spotify. We are officially on Spotify, guys, if you didn't see the post earlier in the week. Um, I finally did a thing. Yes. And I got us on fucking Spotify. Amazing. Good so work. fucking, yeah. Tell your friends. Tell... Spread the word, spread the word. Whoever, spread the word. We are on Spotify. Fucking all our episodes are up available on Spotify now. So And if you do have any suggestions for upcoming episodes or things that you'd like to talk to us about or things that you'd like to ask, please feel free to do so as well because we always would appreciate any form of feedback, whether it be a fucking like on one of our episodes or even just a comment. And also, um, I will give a quick shout out to uh Paulie V, random blogger. Um, for giving us a shout out on his live stream. So thank you, Paulie. Um, thank you. We'll have to tee something up soon and get you up on, on the pod. Easy. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Get Paulie here. That's it. Um, so yeah, and you can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter Rebels Without a One, and Facebook Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. Awesome. And personal? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at tboner80figs. That's eight zero, not the word 80. Um, and also on in, at Snapchat at tboner18. And for myself, you can follow me in Instagram, Snapchat, and... Facebook. Facebook at Braddles2505. So, B-R-A-D-E-L-S 2505. So, there we go. Brilliant. So, like we said, guys, if you if you have any suggestions for us or just got some funny shit to sort of... Even know, send us a fucking meme or your favorite Vine. Whatever. Just fucking... Put it on any one of our social media platforms. Maybe we'll give you a shout out on the actual Instagram page. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking just get in touch with us, guys. We're always up for a chat. Always up for a fucking chat. Fucking chat. Oh, just have a fucking chat. If you can't really tell after how many episodes now? 48. 
No. No. 44? 40, 44 or 45? Ah, good question. That would be 44 episodes. There we go. This is episode 40. Awesome. For those playing at home. <laughs> well, that's a wrap. So, it is a wrap. And until fucking next time. No! Fuck. Oh, sorry. Go. Fucking. No! No! Bit preemptive. Man. <laughs> <laughs>